Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And some people think, some people seem to think coronavirus is related to Corona beer. Hyphen. It's not. <laughs> some people. Some it's like a people. people magazine report, isn't it's it? It's people magazine. I hate their take. It's people magazine. Their, their take is going to be either like a story about a man who killed his wife who had coronavirus <laughs> or... People think that it's Corona beer. People, I bet there. I bet that is literally like five tweets that they like got from online. Oh, like, of course. People also know the real breaking news is that Sierra and Russell Wilson are expecting their third child, um, I mean, and they announced this while they were in Turks and Caicos. I mean, the news. What better place? Really, is that that was trending? Like that, not that it's happening, but that it trended. It trended, and I was like, oh, God, what did they do? I, my first thought was, honestly, I mean, every time you see a celebrity trending, you're like, they're dead. I just saw Gene Hackman trending, and I was like, no, oh, Gene Hackman's stop. dead. But it's but his Sarah 90th Russell birthday today. But Sarah Russell aren't dead if they're trending. If they're over the age of 80, if it's Betty White. Every time Betty White trends, I'm like, dead. Sorry. Oh, gee, Anytime I'd... any celebrity trends, I think they're dead. Okay, well. Billie Eilish trends, dead. That's not, that's, that's a little that's on overkill. Me. Well, <laughs> that's underkill. It's on me, obviously. Yeah. I My don't favorite think thing about this okay. people story, Sierra and Russell Wilson expecting their baby, quote, number three. I don't know why that's under quotes. Hyphen, see their exciting announcement. Exciting is generous. And also this has two bylines. <laughs> I mean, this is what Sierra, Rus Sierra and Russell, I put them as one name. This is what they do now. This is like what they focus on now. What else? It it would be inspiring if I wanted to be a parent, but I, <laughs> I currently it's just it sort be, of baffling. I'm not sure it would be inspiring even if you wanted well, to, to be a parent. To Two people the, getting pregnant? To Amazing. have the freedom to just like live their best lives in terms of like traveling all the time, being friends with Beyonce, like, and then also just like having a ton of kids and like having no yeah, cares sure. in the world because you're so rich. Okay. Sierra's like, music who? I don't know. Lindsay, right. Bobby, I know you love living it up because it was on the Cosmopolitan mixtape in 2011, but I cannot make any more music. I'm too into having children and going to Turks and Caicos. I understand that she doesn't want to make any music. I've seen, I saw like Melatonin or whatever she released, Melanin, that like single. <laughs> I'm, I understand. It's fine. <laughs> it was called Melanin. Let's not get into it. I don't want to talk about Sierra's like career because it stresses me out. Every black hooligan is about to call in and be like, Lindsay, please don't confuse melatonin with melanin. I'm, I'm not confusing the words, <laughs> <laughs> but I confused her single, which no one did know or hear. I will say Sierra's music career has more in common with melatonin than it does with That's melanin rude. because it puts me to sleep. That's that chocolate, chocolate, that melanin. Also, I was saying, I was just saying literally last night as I was like going to sleep, I get directed to Tinashe's live Instagram in which she is <laughs> rigged up to some virtual reality thing and she's dancing and there's like an avatar. So we're, this is a mess. The girls are a mess. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. 
Tinashe I was just doing like, her virtual what reality. What is going on? <laughs> the screenshot you posted where the random commenter saying, I can't believe Tinashe is the new Ashley O. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Avalos, I didn't notice what he said. I mean, he said, except she's never been on a roll. <laughs> So not rude. to be rude, but Tinashe wishes any of the new songs that she has has released has the impact of God. I'm on a roll. Poor thing. Her album was so good and I forgot it. It was I listened good. to the whole thing and I was like, this it was really was good. good. And then I like, and then I put it away. What is the last, what is the, what is the final letter in the hours? The movie? The movie, the hours ends with Virginia Woolf's letter to Leonard. You're really like crossing and genres says, so effortlessly and it says, here. <laughs> And it says there should at the be end, more effort. This. There should be more friction when you do this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what does it say? <laughs> uh, I can't believe Miley Cyrus had the best song of the year on a on a Black Mirror episode that wasn't good and a song that wasn't released. <laughs> and she played a <laughs> child avatar, whatever it was, a toy. I guess- it's not that funny. It's not that funny. Oh my funny. god. Virginia Leonard opening up the letter as she's walking into the river. <laughs> oh, honey. It's been Okay. No, it says What's... I'm trying to Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to wait for you to thread the needle here. The needle is like I... flying through air I unable swear... to be threaded. I swear to god. This is like this the most sense. dangerous needle. It's like will never be threaded. Just Here just... we go. Yeah. Mhm. This is it. What was Tinashe's album called? Songs for You. Songs for You. This is what it reminds me of. Dear Leonard, <laughs> to look life in the face, always. To look life in the face and to know it for what it is. At last, to know it. To love it for what it is. And then, to put it away. That's me listening to Songs for You. Because I recognize the, the I recognize the life. What? And, and then the you love. just walk into the water. And then I put it away. I put it away. Imagine you walking That's into what I water did to and you open the letter and read that and go, "Yes, that is what the Tanasha album is like." <laughs> okay, thank you for listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, concerns at six one nine Who Them. We have a lot of comments this week. Um, should I? Play, I should play all these comments, right? Hi, Weekly. Long time, long time. Uh, JJ Watt is pretty big in the football community because when the hurricane hit Houston, he raised like $30 million um, and I mean donated it to all the victims and all that stuff. But he's also just like super good at football and he has a brother who also is good at football and I think plays for the Steelers or something. Um, his girlfriend is very beautiful and also like super talented at soccer and plays for, I think she just got traded. So to Chicago, Chicago Red Stars go NWSL. But, um, yeah, he's like pretty big deal. I understand why he is hosting SNL, but I also don't at all because like he's not an actor or it, I, I don't know. He's not in entertainment. Um, I love you guys and have fun at, the next SNL. Good form, Bell. Got so many calls about JJ Watt. Who would have expected this? I know, I but wouldn't. I did say, everyone... is he funny? And everyone was like, not really, <laughs> or <laughs> a little bit, saying, or yes. Everyone yes. was saying he's not known for being funny, but he is immensely famous, and 
he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Okay. Everyone who called mentioned the Hurricane Harvey thing. He Great, he's a good SNL. guy, amazing. I also love that it's like, he's actually really famous and he's a good guy. And his girlfriend's very beautiful. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, next, next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Uh, medium time, medium time. I think you both are totally wrong about Natalie Portman and that meme. I think if you think about all of the people she featured, they sort of weirdly bear a passing resemblance to her. So I think that she knew exactly what she was doing, and you all need to give her a little bit more credit. That's all. Bye. I will never give Natalie Portman more credit. Ever. Not after watching Fox Lux in full. (laughs) That woman deserves No. no credit. And look, Kira Knightley, sure. They they starred in that Phantom Menace in the Star War with each other, and they were sort of playing whatever they were, where she was playing her stand-in. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to understand what happens in that universe. The I other get things, that Millie we... Millie Brown people say she looks like her. The other ones don't make sense. The Giada thing is not a thing. No, I mean, Emily I understand not a thing. That, we, that this is what she thought she was doing. It wasn't just like a random smattering of women that she found on the internet, which is funnier, but... There is a method to her madness, but I claim it's still madness. Like it's still madness. Like that is it's, a weird thing. To, and also, the point of 50, the meme is not supposed to do other women that look like you. Her yes. twist on it was not whatever. I didn't like it. And also, putting and Millie if there Bobby was a Brown method to her madness, for your LinkedIn is rude. God, like if there was a method to her madness, maybe. Forty percent of it is method. At most, sixty percent of it still remains madness. Okay. I just like don't want Natalie Portman on Instagram. I guess is my the lesson that I'm learning yes. from this. I don't want <laughs> what she has to give me on Instagram, whatever it is. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Just finished the podcast and listened to you talking about Sputnik news. It's actually not a news aggregator. Instead, it's a Russian propaganda outlet that is state-owned media. They actually are one of the um, leading outlets that are part of the FBI probe into the Russian intelligence operation against Hillary Clinton in order to prop up Donald Trump as our president. Um, there was a lot of stuff where WikiLeaks would go directly to Sputnik, and Sputnik would put out uh, false propaganda, like Hillary has cancer and has diseases, about the election. They're sort of like national on fire, except Putin owns them, he controls them, and they have a U.S operations, but America actually has them labeled as a foreign entity, which is super interesting because it doesn't happen to most international media outlets. Just wanted to give you that tidbit because media literacy is so important in 2020 going into the election, and we should not be reading things like Sputnik News unless you want another four years of Trump. All right. Thanks. Margo, again, pop. Bye-bye. Sputnik News, bad. This is what the caller made us realize. Sputnik News, but bad. But I do okay. love that Rita Ora is involved in Sputnik News' Russian propaganda. Russian yes. propaganda. Russian propaganda. And the actual most interesting thing about this is our when we talked about Rita Ora on Sputnik News, as far as I can tell, this is the first time she's ever been featured on Sputnik News. So it's like, what's happening? Because I searched like through you, their archives what, and it's is like Rita Ora now a suddenly she's propaganda Russian spy. Yeah. Okay. She's fine. been oh no, she was she was she was mentioned in two thousand eighteen. Interesting. But she's only been mentioned in a headline one other time. And it was because she suffered an epic wardrobe malfunction as Flowey dress flies up to reveal bum. <laughs> I promise not to read Sputnik News for anything else other than Rita Ora News, but I do love to know that this this highly influential somehow Russian propagandist website is using Rita Ora and its plans to infiltrate the minds of the 
world. Maybe their numbers are dropping and they need more clicks. What better way to get clicks? Read Aura. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, long time, long time. I just wanted to say that uh, it turns out Jade and Tanner Tolbert did end up losing their million-dollar prize, which is pretty interesting to me. So I just wanted to call in and know if you guys had any thoughts about that, um, any comments, basically. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, love you guys. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Wow. They so lost it. I thought they were going to keep it. DraftKings tweeted a statement that says, God, it's really funny that DraftKings is like a real company because they really <laughs> could be good for me. DraftKings has decided to update the standings for several contests. All customers affected by the updated standings will be notified directly. It is our general policy not to comment further on such matters. So, but like they didn't even say anything directly related to the two of them. Mm-hmm. So now the second place finisher is the top and, 36 and she is no longer on the list at all yeah they have not apparently they haven't commented on it or at least as of this moment they haven't commented on it but they're just not there anymore they're not named as the winners or she isn't but it's funny because the second place guy who's now the first place guy is the one who got the attorney so he sued them so he must have scared DraftKings enough or had enough evidence against them as the first place to bump himself mm-hmm. up to the first place mm-hmm. or something. Wild. Interesting. Wild. So they well, did not get their million dollars. Sad for them. Okay, sad. last comment. Hi, Who Weekly. First time, long time, first time. Uh, thanks for talking about Laney last week. I really like that band. One Fun fact about Laney is that for some reason they're huge in the Philippines. They were the most streamed artist in the Philippines on Spotify in 2018. And I think they played like three arena shows uh, in Manila last year. So definitely a them in the Philippines. Crunch, crunch. Me and Greece, them in Philippines. Bobby, as a new super fan of Lainey, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. No, I think that's great. We love when a uh, a band becomes very famous in not their home country, but just another country. That's very fun. Like whenever sure. it's like America doesn't care, could care less about God. America couldn't care less about Lainey. And yet in the philippines they're like we love you we can't get enough of you they sold out three shows in a row according to this website phil star global which is quote the first time that's ever happened to a foreign act in philippine music wow that's big so like the whole country loves laney question who is dating laney again lead laney who's he dating currently uh hannah cross oh okay or okay. nicola peltz no hannah cross nicola peltz no hannah cross hannah cross hannah cross Beckham. okay yes hannah just cross. wondering because that's like what oh were you just up. were you pop quizzing me no i didn't know i was literally just oh, you asking actually i to forgot know. i forgot yes oh, okay. so laney i forgot laney we love them good sort of like how jesse j's who's in china huge in china not her her native country i wonder laney, if she's still huge, huge there I don't think that goes away. Your love for, as Channing Tatum taught us, your love for Jesse J does not go away. That's true. Once you fall Aww. in love with Jesse J, it, it's it's there to stay. It sticks. She's sticky. <laughs> She's sticky. Hi, long time, long time. Um, the Bella twins 
are pregnant at the same time. I don't, can you, I mean, I understand like the mechanics of how someone gets pregnant, but these twins got pregnant at the same time. I'm just, I'm confused. Can you walk me through it? Um, okay, you gotta go to therapy, buddy. They're just like Julianne Hoff, essentially. They're <laughs> everywhere. Although I do find wrestling more interesting than dancing. Well, that's true. And I do, I am happy this one found love with her dancing with the stars partner after being like dicked around by John Cena for 12 years or whatever mm-hmm. on the stage and off. Yeah, we're being, um, gaslit's the wrong word, but we're being conned into thinking this <laughs> no, is interesting. It's no, not. No, gaslit is the right word. It's like because we're everybody not. everybody around us is being like, they're pregnant at the Can same Can you believe time? it? Yeah. It's not that And they keep saying weird. in both of their statements or one of their statements, I'm not sure if it was Kyle Richards or Joanna Gaines who said this, but they were like, oh, it's you can't plan pregnancies. And I was like, there's an entire industry centered around planning pregnancies. Yeah, and and I understand there are like little nuances there where it's like, even if you're doing IVF, like, sure, there's plenty of stuff about how that's very difficult, but it's not completely impossible I to plan it and hope for the best. Before we even whatever, I think what was unusual about it was... One of them had been trying to get pregnant with a second kid for a few years. And for it was a long harder, time. right? Yeah. Then the other one Bella. wasn't uh, Bree, even sorry, in, a rela- in a steady relationship until last year where she got engaged to her Dancing with the Stars guy after being with John Cena and having him like humiliate her on a reality show for like five to ten years or however long that show went on. It's shorter mm-hmm. than that, but you know what I mean. So it is unusual that both of them happen to be in the right situation to get pregnant when mm-hmm. both of their situations were so different for so long. And maybe that's what we're supposed to be amazed about. But you're right. It is weird. The other thing is, like, I feel like it was just yesterday that we were talking about these women. And now everything is different with them. Mm-hmm. They even like, look different. They, they, this Jarrett Weiselman tweet, you're telling me neither of these women is Casey Musgraves. I think that they both... They both look more like Kyle Richards in these photos just because they're a little older than Casey Musgraves. But also, I cannot believe how much... I never realized how much they look like Joanna Gaines either. They look... It's it's this... There's a, there's a uh, very specific set of procedures. And not even procedures necessarily, just fillers in the right angles and, and a face shape a, that they're mimics... Sharp. Sharp cheekbones. Right. But like think about how like Casey Musgraves and Paris Hilton look alike. Mm -hmm. That's weird too. There are so many weird people's. It's just like one face melding together. And I know Paris Hilton has had that face for a long time. Her face really hasn't changed. Like she really Mm -hmm. has had the same face. The styling on that Paris Lasagna video was intense. And the way that she had, I mean, the, the very trendy, just like straight long hair. Yeah. Well, that's, she's still, she's blonde. These women are all have dark they're the dark featured versions of kind of Paris Hilton, but they don't, these two don't look like Paris Hilton, but they do look like the Casey Musgrave side of that Venn diagram, which is, mm-hmm, which is off putting. Mm-hmm. They also look like each other cause they're literally twins. So that's the other so, thing is there's two of them. We've talked about these women before, but let's just remind everyone who they are. They are the Bella twins. They are pro wrestlers, uh, who have now have their own reality show. This was spin off of this show about, uh, women wrestlers total divas and then they got their own show called total bellas am i getting this wrong Lindsay? no and, and we've like done this fairly before, we've done yeah. this they're fairly popular um brie bella is married to another pro wrestler named dylan uh, daniel bryan yeah who is i 
I feel like the moment you open up a can of worms about a sports guy, a sport, a sports person well, we is like going to call in and say him. that we missed He's stuff. He's like a heel. He, they're like a cute couple. His Compared character to, in wrestling yeah. is he's the villain. But the thing about him is that he's actually a nice guy. So anything you read about uh, Daniel Bryan is he's a heel in the WWE, but he's really, 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 really nice. But the thing is, it was always like compared to... Who's the other Bella? There's Nikki and Brie. Okay. Nikki Bella. So compared yeah. to Nikki, they were always kind of second fill because she was dating the number one guy in wrestling, John Cena, for a long John time. John Cena, and forever. They, and so forever. like he was a big part of the reality show and they were this big couple and it was their their relationship was like pretty fraught. Like she wanted kids and, and he kind of maybe didn't. They were didn't, engaged and, they and were then engaged. they broke up. Right. So apparently that was like not a good situation even though that made them really fucking famous as a couple because it was like this mm-hmm. like perfect wrestling couple they break up she goes on dancing with the stars which is just this is my dancing with the stars couples is my favorite genre these dancers <laughs> like when they get onto it's the so show it's so sexy i think it's, it's like but it's always the men and the women always the yeah. men who bag the women stars no mhm uh, yeah yeah kinda. no because remember rob hershevek bagged the female dancer oh, oh remember and, that um yeah but also you i hate that i knew oh that. my god no no and you're no you're right it's and joey lawrence bagged the other the joey lawrence bagged the other one okay right. i'm it's, wrong it's I'm it's 50 50 but the point is is that if you get to be a dancer on dancing with the stars and now and you, she's more famous than joey lawrence remember that people cover and they right, were like dancing with the stars marries this guy but mm-hmm. it used to be that it would just be like oh i'm gonna really up my dancing exposure and like i'm gonna really become more famous as a dancer but now it's like if i get on this show like I could marry Rich. Like I could marry one of these stars that I'm that I'm stuck mm-hmm. with. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of fascinating that that it's like our dirty dancing of it's it's dirty dancing of 2020. Yeah, and it is, and it is the reality star that makes the most sense about like in regards to two people having like a romantic connection, just because the, just the logistics of what these people are doing together. They're spending so much time one on one. It's like flirting. They're dancing, like being that new very show intimate. By Jenna Dewan Tatum. Yeah, it's just like real. It's very intense. It's not surprising in the slightest that two people, no. like a contestant, would fall in love with their dance person because they're like basically having sex. Incredible it's, endorphins to like learn a dance and be good oh, at yeah. it. I'm sure like it just shoots you to the moon in terms of your behavior. And you're like, wow, if I could have this all day, every day, mm-hmm. the person you're with is happens to be this dancer who's encouraging you and, and supporting you. And yeah, of course. And we've talked about this before. It's like this show is not the show doesn't exist to make people look bad. Like the show skews its its. Um, it's a difficulty level to be appropriate for each individual like star. They don't want you to really. F- they don't want you to look bad. So yeah. it's like it's a good experience to be on that show. It's not humiliating, and I don't know. I, sometimes love yeah. is in the air. Yeah. So they Nikki, came in uh, seventh place. They didn't even do well. And at the no. time, she was literally engaged. And then they broke up their engagement in 2018 and canceled their wedding. And then she started dating him. Like uh, Artem. Not much later, Artem. What's his last name? Are you going to try and pronounce that? I mean, it's, not. it's Russian and I'm going to butcher it, but it's like Shinvitsev. Shinvitsev. Yeah. I've been watching Homeland yeah. lately, so I feel like I'm good nice, at Russian nice. suddenly. Okay, interesting. Good. Um, I've been watching Homeland. But he's, but he's been date. He's dated. Um, he was he was married to Giselle Peacock, who I've never heard of. What? Giselle he was Peacock. married to Giselle Peacock for one year. Giselle Peacock. But he dated um, another Dancing with the Dancing with the Stars judge. I just put her in here. Carrie Ann Anaba. They dated for a hot minute. Oh, yes. Oh, interesting. Like at the beginning of the show. It's an incestuous crew, I would say. Oh, yeah. Probably. They're all like a hot dancers. Like, mm-hmm. 
they recruit them in and they like you know all fuck around i'm sure that yeah. makes sense okay so this is this is these are the men who impregnated these women so they are pregnant around the same time they're due two weeks apart they're already pretty famous but people finds out about this and they're like send the photographers this is the biggest news story of the whole fucking month oh my god and now they got these wild people photos and i cannot deal with there's a one of them holding the onesies whatever they're in their glam the one of them i know push, in I their know. prairie dresses pushing the baby carriages i know and i mean not strollers like old timey baby carriages is so funny because conceptually it's inane. There's no baby in them. They don't have the babies yet. And I cannot get over I this know. photo. The, ba- the carriages are empty. And then, but it's weird <laughs> also because in one carriage where the baby should be, it says, in it together. It's crazy, Nikki Left says, of being pregnant at the same time as Brie, right? I never thought that we would even be raising kids within a year apart. Like, the text is the baby in the carriage. <laughs> like, they put the text there. Oh, I, I, don't I feel know. like they constantly do you think Nikki's always left and Brie is always right because even on the photo above Nikki's always left and Brie is always right well you gotta tell them apart Nikki it's left Bella Brie right Bella it's still hard to tell them apart I'm shocked the, the property brothers didn't get in on this imagine the property brothers and the Bella twins like at, together that would be when... they'd be unstoppable unstoppable no what's gonna happen is Zoe is gonna get pregnant at the same time as what's her name Linda no and then they'll have their own people cover Okay. Zoe's they're pregnancy. They're not twins. Zoe's pregnancy is going to actually break the or our corner of the internet. It's going to break like our wing of the internet, like some weird dumpy closet. Like the we're if the internet is a mansion, we're like a broom closet on like the third floor, a linen closet. Right. It's going to break right, that closet. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And the door, the door op- the closet door just opens, and all this like. B- belly tea all this like flat belly tea like rolls out and everyone's like get the, get out the door get the door and they were like why didn't you get the home edit to organize your belly tea closet and we're like oh god we insulted them on the we podcast can't afford it. we can't we can't they won't it. do it so this photo is really funny i i just thought the reason i put this e online story in is because she rubbed now, her belly bump this is in first all outing. we're gonna see for the next yeah, few yeah, months because yeah, yeah. they're not even super visibly pregnant yeah and every woman is different not even not every woman gets like as visibly pregnant as others but yeah. in this photo this bump is slight okay like it there's real if you weren't if you didn't tell me she was pregnant i wouldn't assume she was pregnant in this photo and it's literally her grazing her tummy and it says, oh, she's rubbing her baby bump. We are in for an onslaught of this for the next few months. Rubbing the belt, baby bump. Yeah, yeah. No, going to bye-bye baby are to they, buy strollers. And is the show currently on? Is the show coming back? They're gonna. It's all going to be on their show, too. Well, I just... And I they have a podcast. Did you see they have a podcast, too? Oh, like, God, the podcast, these yes. These women are just like... They've, be, they've turned this wrestling thing into just like lifestyle... Uh, lifestyle women. Yeah, and I think the new... The... The latest season of Total Bellows, which I think was the fourth season, um, was sort of a flop. Not a flop, but noticeably lower ratings. So the cynic in me is like, yeah, it's hard to plan pregnancies, but I refuse to believe that there wasn't a conversation where it was like, wouldn't it be cool if we got pregnant at the same time? That could be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can't plan it, but you can hypothesize about it and like think and like maybe try so they do Maybe have a season try. five coming, but it's TBA. We don't know when it's going to be. It's TBA. So, and it's going to be about this. But, and it's going to raise the ratings. But it should be soonish because their last season, season four, started airing in January. January. So it should be now if it was on time with last season. Yeah, but, but they could also they could also 
delay it right. because you need the good content. No, that's anyway, what I'm saying. So all, maybe they get pregnant and they're like, okay, let's start now when we announce yeah, it. Everything's and all this feeding time. everything else. Yeah. Well, you're right. And if the ratings are low, then like, okay, this is like a new twist on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might tune in, maybe, maybe not. Artem's Instagram announcement was funny because it was you're just not tuning in. I'm not tuning in. Artem's Instagram announcement was funny because he screen grabbed an Instagram story and then put it on his grid. And it just says, I'm, it, it reminds me of the delivery of get in another line yeah. from you've got I'm, mail because there are I'm weird spaces. I'm going to be a dad. Space, 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 space. It's space, a carousel. I wonder mark. what was next. Oh, this, the, the sonogram. The next was the sonogram. Yeah. Cute. The you sonogram know, is tagged Artem as well. It seems okay, what's next? Huh? fine. Let's just play the next call. It seems fine. It's funny. Fine. Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. If y'all follow me on Snapchat, you know I just discovered what Amazon was and I successfully ordered pillowcases. Let me tell you, I've never been more excited about something in a long time. <laughs> yes, I'm always the last to know. Good form, Bella Thorne. Thank you for reading Colton Haynes' tweet in which he revealed that if you follow him on Snapchat, you'll find you'll know that he just discovered what Amazon is. I, Colton Haynes. I tried to find these Snapchat. Formerly Mr. Jonathan Lethem. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and then he went through a rough patch. Like it just, it was But that. now he's got a good patch. Yeah. He's in no, the soft he, patch now. He was married to the What's forest. What's the opposite of a rough patch? 
like a soft went, patch? Yeah, Pillowy he patch? went through a rough patch. Now he's he hit a soft patch, a nice patch, not a patch of flowers because that would his that was when he was dating Jonathan Letcham. A, like a no, patch no, no, of no, just no, like, like a soft, nice like a grass. soft Bermuda grass, like a, a really Bermuda nice Bermuda grass. grass that doesn't really need a lot of upkeep because that's his old <laughs> no. life. Yeah, no, it's a little more expensive but worth it. So. It's just really funny that he was like, if you follow me on Snapchat, like, I don't. And also, the reason why this is a thing is because he is still, I think, the last episode of Arrow is, like, happening or, like, the finale or, like, he's really promoting this show Arrow. That's what, like, made him famous, basically, is his mm-hmm. the end of Arrow, I think. So that's why I think he's on Snapchat because that's where a lot of his audience is. They're younger. So he said, if you follow me on Snapchat, you'll know I just discovered what Amazon was. Okay, let's just stop there. <laughs> there is no way no 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 in no hell that no he didn't no. know what amazon was i'm sorry no. i Lindsay, you have receipts too i literally call bullshit i literally have receipts unless i mean you'd have to be unless so he can't read. unless he can't read unless he cannot read but that, but, but he's on a show so he has to learn read. his lines okay but even if you can can't can't read Amazon makes it very easy to buy stuff still. Also, even if you can't read, that's why Amazon bought Audible. <laughs> you can be read to. I mean, they're just, Amazon is like the vemiest store that we have right There's nothing vemier than the Amazon. I don't know. Okay, so the point is, is that I found receipts, but the receipts are themselves like a little bit confusing. Literally the tweet right before this tweet. Right before so he tweeted. So below it I on the feed. The tweet before I don't know what Amazon is. He retweeted... An announcement of a TV show he's going to be on. And Written by there, Elliot Glazer? Yeah. yeah. And there are two pictures of him. And one is a picture of him with his shirt off and smiling. And the other is a picture of him on a red carpet. And there's a step and repeat behind him. And there's an Amazon logo behind him, directly behind him on the step and repeat. Like he literally, he walked past so many Amazon logos. And this isn't the first time. Yeah. He and then knows I what found, Amazon is. Then I found pictures of him. At the Amazon Fashion, New York Fashion Week, the Prime in the Prime Lounge, there are photos of him standing directly in front of Amazon <laughs> logos. Yes, you could stand in front of a logo for something and not know what it is, but it just feels to me, this guy has been surrounded by Amazon, and he didn't know mm-hmm. what it, he doesn't know what it is. I don't believe it. I it's, don't believe it. I don't believe I, it. And we did ask him in his replies, to come on the show and explain this. I'm willing to hear it. I don't believe it. And now I feel like he's never going to come on because we would just be like, I don't believe it. I don't believe just him. Right. I don't believe you. But I, I just, don't believe you. I would I would love to talk it out and hear what exactly he means by that because he cannot mean it in the most direct way that we're thinking, which is that Mm-mm. he'd never heard of it. Mm-mm. Maybe he'd never used it. Maybe he never used it himself. Maybe his assistant would always use it. That- it's for him. Maybe that's the case, but I. Uh. This is stressful for me because it's ridiculous and so clearly not true. If he was a bigger star, this would have blown up even bigger, and we would have had more information. But it kind of fell fell off the. So I found two earth. other tweets where he like one one tweet he actually when he captioned the photo of him standing in front of the big Amazon logo, the one that's a <laughs> smile that points from A to Z. Fun fact. You notice, you do notice that the smile, the little arrow on the Amazon logo, is pointing from A to Z. You what? notice that, right? Yeah, of course I notice that. It's okay. Like the well, FedEx, some people didn't notice it. It's like the FedEx arrow. I know it's a FedEx arrow. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I've seen. Okay, it. just in case you didn't know, I think it's a fun little thing. 
It's not like that I fun. It's not as like fun as ago. the FedEx Arrow. It's not as fun okay, as Okay, they're an evil Arrow. company. It's fine. CFDA ambassador party for Amazon is what he actually captioned at 156 years ago. He uh, wrote ago. Amazon? He wrote, he wrote the word Amazon in his caption. Okay. And then... Someone did, though. Someone did. October 3rd, 2017, he retweeted a deadline tweet that said, Amazon drama about 1980s soaps inspired by John Stamos's life. And he said, I'm a veil. Lol. He wanted to be. He asked to be cast on a show about soaps that will be on Amazon. He understands what it is enough to know that it makes TV shows. Maybe he thought Amazon just made TV shows and didn't know that it sold stuff. I can't. I can't speculate about what he thinks and what he knows. I mean, uh, maybe I can. That's what we do. It but, hurts me to speculate that this person didn't know what Amazon was. Because the more that we speculate <laughs> that to be the truth, the more I'm like, what the hell were you doing? Like, I'm not going to pretend like I don't believe Colton Haynes has been through it and maybe wasn't paying attention to Amazon. This just but sounds you can't like avoid a, Amazon. This just sounds like a little lie that spiraled. Who's the human equivalent of Amazon? It's like saying you've never heard of President Trump. Donald Trump. I think it's the same thing. I mean, Wherever I you mean, are on the planet, you've probably heard of Trump. Wherever you are on the planet, you've probably like heard of It's kind of like not having heard of Amazon. Oprah or something. Yeah. More so than Trump. <sighs> These are not like quality calls. It's not about the... What was the first thing you bought on Amazon? It's more about the level of fame. Um, I think I actually once looked that up. Um, the first thing I ever was bought Was it pillowcases? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Pill- but I have bought pillowcases on Amazon. I feel like my orders from Amazon go back so far that it's like embarrassing. How do you go all the way back to your first I just, one? Wait, I mean, I, I literally went all the way back to I went because you can click through all of your orders. Past my I, I started my account in 2004 and I have the first thing I ever bought on Amazon, which you're going to fucking die. October 5th, 2004. I yeah. paid $11.52 for the DVD of October Sky. <laughs> Are you kidding? The DVD of October Sky. Because I really wanted to watch October Sky. This is before Why everything was always, easily Mine streamed. only goes back to 2007. Because maybe that's when you started your Amazon account. How is yours from 2004? October 19th, 2004, I bought The Positive Power of Negative Thinking, using defensive pessimism to harness anxiety and perform at your peak. <laughs> How that work? Did it work? Uh, I don't really. I don't think so. Okay. So in 2007, I bought... Uh, med school in a box, all the prestige for a fraction of the price. I definitely bought that for Gab, which is funny. Okay. Oh, that's and cute. And then I also oh, bought the cute. secret language of relationships, which I bought for Pauline. It's like a, a tarot. Oh. But I, but I, I feel like this goes back not as far as what I actually bought. Maybe you were using another person's account. Mine are so boring. I bought like laptop stand and like fucking cords. Yours were like interesting. Oh, I bought 10 pound weights in 2009. Look at me. Here I go. That's really fun. I bought the time traveler's wife. What? <laughs> in 2009, I bought the Sims 3. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I honestly don't know what, I feel like this should go back further and it doesn't, but that's okay. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. Um. Okay. Next call. Hi, Weekly. I was looking at pictures of Megan Former from a couple of award shows. She looks fabulous, but is she interesting? Why would I know her? Crunch, crunch. She looks fabulous, but is she interesting? Question, Lindsay, do you have an answer? Um, to Sort of interesting. She's interesting. In, as far as we're concerned, she's interesting. Yeah. She's a great who. The reason why you saw her and thought that she might be interesting is that she showed up to the Grammys this year and she wore a dress that says no no war in Iran. She's from Iran and she and she's wearing 
the flags, American and Iran flags on either arm, kind of. And sort of a cape. She, but it's what's interesting about her is that she's like the uh, the opposite of Joy Villa, who showed up showed up to this to Grammys again this year. Somehow keeps getting invited to the Grammys and wore a dress that was like Trump twenty twenty. Her iconic Trump Trump Trump. Yes, he was impeached, <laughs> and it was like impeached. We stand, whatever. And it had some it was super so pack weird. logo on the back. She's but it's just it's just funny that like astounding. we have these women who we have two different women who both like wear political statements on dresses in like a fab quote unquote fabulous way, and we have both sides of the coin, you know? Yeah. So this is that ver this is the other side of that version, I guess. I mean, good for Megan Pormer for wearing this shirt, that this dress that says no war in Iran. She looks stunning. Great to have an antidote to Joy Via. Um yeah. but it's comic sans. It's literally Comic Sans, and I don't, <laughs> I, know I don't right. know why you would wear high why, fashion Comic Sans. Why would you wear high fashion Comic Sans? Am that's I wrong, or is that Comic Sans? No, you're that's right. Comic it's Comic Sans. Sans. It's it ha it's Comic Sans. You want to do something with a little more gravity, right? Why, like you want to do something let, that's we, intense. We, we can't let give me Joy at least Villa a Helvetica, something neutral. We can't let Joy Villa win this. She win didn't win. Round. Megan Pormer, we're not talking about Joy today. We're talking about Megan, who is a really fun person because she's truly no one at this point. She, even in Iran, as far as I can tell, she's like sort of famous because even whenever you go to the websites, like the co she was on the cover of um, Cosmo, the Middle East Cosmo and the Middle East um, Women's Health. I think that's what they call them, Cosmo, Cosmopolitan Middle East. And even on those stories, it says, get to know our cover star. So they're assuming that people don't really know who she is because... I think they might was, always do that, but yeah, sure. She was a... She's a PhD in... She has a PhD in medical engineering. And she is was sort of a scientist first. Like, this whole acting modeling thing is a new swerve for her. Yeah. That began, fun fact, on an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That's the moment, That's I think, where she turned from, like, I want to turn this intelligence thing into something more physical i guess like wait i'm hot as well why don't i also become a model and an actress so that's what she's doing now that's she so was on an crazy. episode of she was on an episode of keeping up the Kardashians. we'll play a clip here where she tells courtney about uh not courtney chloe about the BRCA gene. She does her blood draw so that Chloe can get tested for the BRCA gene. So I'm going to ask a few basic questions okay. about your medical history, and then you'll be Hi. all good to go. Hi. Awesome. How are you? Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Nice good to thing. see you. What results is Chloe going to get now? You're going to be tested for hereditary cancer predisposition okay. and BRCA1 on 2. So she's like a hot doc. That's she's a hot doc. Thing. And literally, it's so her thing that she was cast on the Kardashians as a hot dog go like to give them a test or whatever she could do all of it she can do That's all of it crazy so she has since started modeling more her website has this really aggressive her website is extremely aggressive it's just like a slideshow of all of the covers that she's ever done yeah she's also been in some iranian movies one of them i have read got good reviews renegade alliance the cleanup uh -huh. i don't know renegade uh -huh. alliance the cleanup shoot your mother know you dress this way. Who do you think bought me the outfit? And she has this YouTube channel that she's trying to like do something with. She just goes to red carpets and just interviews people. There's interviews of her. There's videos of her just interviewing J.J. Abrams. There's interviews of videos of her just so interviewing. So she's literally Santa's done guard. everything. She's been a she's been a host. She's been 
like she's done she's one of those people that's like cycling through all the things you can do as a public figure hi beautiful people hi everyone it's megan former here i am at one of the top hair salons in beverly hills at the national breast cancer coalition on the green carpet at global green awards talking to all the honorees and presenters keep watching dubai.tv mm -hmm. she's trying to figure it out and i think this is what kind of makes her interesting. We usually talk about people who have already figured it out and she's not quite there yet. Yeah. But I feel like she's got what it takes to get there in a way. Wait, is not she be... a doctor? She has a PhD in she medical She has a PhD in medical engineering. Yeah. Okay, interesting. But now she wants to be an actor slash model. And I she's already it. been on the cover of really big magazines. So maybe? I mean, she gets herself invited to the Grammys too. How does that work? You get you have to get invited first, but then you have don't you have to pay for the ticket as well? I have no idea. We're still wondering how Joy Villa gets invited to the Grammys every year. <laughs> wouldn't you think you wouldn't invite wanna... her back if that's what she shows up doing? But they love to invite her back. No, it's good. Them. They they love the press. Did you click the the Terrence Malick video that she did? <laughs> Sick. She released this video that's just her and presumably her mansion in Hollywood, and it's just filmed of her running through hallways and running through terraces in various states uh -huh. of glam and different wigs and styles. And then at the end, she says, Be who you want to be, no matter what. Be who you want to be, no matter what. No matter what. I like that message. Be who you want to be, no matter what. <laughs> I like that message. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Anyway, so after all this Grammy stuff, she got a lot of attention for wearing the Noir and Iran dress. Uh, she tweeted a photo of her, <laughs> I guess, going to some event yeah. in some little like black cocktail away. dress. And it just says, back to work. <laughs> it's like, we don't know what your job is. But okay. I mean, we're trying to figure it out, but we're she's, you know, we don't back know what her work. job is. Yeah. Is that what you look like when you go back to work? Me going yeah, back to work. That's literally getting out of a like limo. Back, back to work. To work. I love that her Twitter bio is PhD model actress turning fantasy into reality. <laughs> it's amazing. She's unstoppable, which is what she says in her tweet from 16 hours ago. I'm unstoppable. <laughs> I'm not joking. Good for Megan Former. Yeah, truly. Good I for think her. that she she clearly is on to something. I feel like there are certain people who when they're good looking and they have some disposable income, this is exactly what half of our podcast is about. It's like if there's yeah. a will, there's a way. Yeah. And we shouldn't have worn a run. She's right. But yeah. also, she, she's right. <laughs> she's right. Back to work. I'm unstoppable. Okay. Imagine, let's go back four years. We're starting this podcast. Stop. We don't know who Halsey four is years. really. We don't know who Halsey is. <laughs> what if this call showed up on our inbox? We didn't even have an inbox at this point. And it said, Halsey did 9-11 crunch crunch what would we have thought right now it makes perfect sense to me but would it have made perfect sense four years ago when we started this <laughs> honestly i would have thought i cannot believe this woman got herself in a, another pickle to which people so think she in did yet that. another and maybe the most absurd example of celebrities getting mad at critics this must be the peak of this trend because because she do her doing this is, was the had the most backlash because of how she did it than the people before her. So before her, it was Lizzo, uh, Ariana Grande. Who else? We Lana. We had Lana stuff. We had some One Direction people. But this is yeah. very specific because this is a pitch. Lizzo, for yeah, Lizzo's a big one. Liam. Right. Oh, oh, um, mm -hmm. um, Liam, whatever his name is. Um, they all had different reactions to different outlets. Like one was for right, like 
One was that the NPR Lana piece. One was, you know, there's all different places. This is actually the most like kind of authentic mean critic thing because it goes right to Pitchfork who are known for having the ratings, you know, when they rate stuff. Right. And also, but the but the rating they gave her wasn't as no. wasn't all that bad and by pitch. Not at standards. all. They gave her a six point five, which is like not as bad as other people. Uh it was she was higher than Camila Cabello's album, higher than the Harry Styles also- album. The point is is that she mm-hmm. tweets and like how misguided is this? She tweets <laughs> Can the basement that they run Pitchfork out of just collapse already? No. Okay. Okay. Let's go back a couple years. Pitchfork was recently bought by Condé Nast. To be Nass, fair, that's kind of funny if it brand. wasn't tweeted by Halsey. Like, it is funny <laughs> yeah. to be like, Pitchfork is running out of a basement because... Also... <laughs> Sorry. No, I, there's no reason to say because. But you're right. Continue just, the story. And when you're this famous, bad reviews don't don't matter also she definitely you're so successful when you're at that on that tier she definitely saw the tweet she definitely saw one of their tweets that was like halsey's album is like not that good and then here's the link her assistant told them about the number that's it i'm sure reading i'm sure so pitchfork was bought by conde nast five years ago four and a half years ago a while ago it almost makes it worse for her not that it really matters they're bought by conde nast conde nast when they opened up the new World Trade Center, One World Trade Center, Condé Nast was very quickly one of their anchor tenants. They have a lot of space in One World Trade Center. Guess who's there? All of their brands, including Pitchfork. And they're kind of up high up there, you know? Pitchfork's kind of up high. They're not in the basement. So what's below them, kind of the upper middle is below them on, the, on One World Trade Center. And if that collapses, the World Trade Center falls down so Halsey was sort of calling for another 9-11 she wasn't in a way it's not in a way she was calling for another 9-11 when this is brought to her attention imagine thinking you're making an edgy joke but your joke is so much more edgy than (laughs) you could have ever imagined like Halsey is not smart enough to like know this and even if she were, that would also be fucked up. So she finds out, she deleted it, and she tweets, absolutely deleted it upon realizing this, was just trying to make a joke, intended zero harm, just figured I could poke at them back with the same aloof passive aggression they poke at artists with? Clearly a misunderstanding. Okay, let's get one thing straight. Pitchfork is not passive aggressive, they're aggressive. So that's first thing. Right, and like... This stereotype of Pitchfork being like hipsters, like with like indifferent whatever is so they're old literally and so the man not now. accurate. Like they're literally, yeah, they're literally owned by Condé Nast, right? They're part of this like publishing empire. And also nobody does reviews with more like spe- specificity and like intense, like kind of. No one listened to Halsey's album uh, as hard as right. the Pitchfork writer. Right. Did. You know? Exactly. So if that's indifference, then you're nuts. Like the the kind of like hipster stereotype thing is so inaccurate. Like these people work so hard and listen to music that you will never hear in your entire life unless you heard mm-hmm. it, about it from them. I Really, though. So like whatever. So the point is, is that then there starts to be all of the headlines about Halsey wanting a 9-11. <laughs> she's so mad because honestly, what's so funny is like, like it's she did. It is like 
kind of sad how it spun out of control. I felt for her. This is the I first time I've ever little, felt for I her. I feel Aussie. a little for her, but also she will weather this because, stupid like, ass she, storm. Like knowing that she will be fine well, she, is. She, yeah. There's no. Like everyone else got mad at journalism and like it, no one cared, but Halsey got headlines that are like Halsey wants 9 11. You know, like that is a lot. <laughs> okay. I want to just see all of the all of the all of the headlines for this is ju- i mean it's just vulture halsey is very sorry for accidentally calling for another 9-11 buzzfeed halsey accidentally tweeted a terrible 9-11 joke and people called her out pop buzz halsey apologizes for unintentional 9-11 joke halsey accidentally jokes about the collapse of one world trade page six daily dot halsey accidentally called for another 9-11 it's <laughs> complex <laughs> Halsey deletes tweet, mistakenly calling for One World Trade Center to collapse. <laughs> Fans drag Halsey after she accidentally tweets a 9-11 joke. I mean, it wasn't really a 9-11 accidentally joke. Accidentally tweeting a 9-11 That's joke. Wrong. No, she it wasn't. She accidentally well, called for One World Trade Center's collapse, yes. But she... <laughs> it's, it's not funny, it's but not it's at right. the same time so funny. I'm sorry. To accidentally make a 9-11 joke is funny. On Like, accidentally? Like, you didn't even mean to? Come on. That's funny. So then she tweets, clickbait garbage. Which, for the first time in her life, she's these, correct. These tweets that Complex found. Uh, demon squid. Halsey accidentally taking out the Bon Appetit <laughs> test kitchen. True. <laughs> okay. Also Conde. Um, Franzia mom. Oh, yeah. they're like on a Franzia lower mom. Level. Pitchfork. The album is good. Not great. Halsey. <laughs> They should have another 9-11. Stop. Stop. It's Larry Fitzmaurice. get a bad review. My serious Halsey plus Pitchfork opinion is that the number of people who read music criticism is so small that if I were still there, I'd be pleased as punch she mentioned them at all. Also, attention is extremely validating to me. Halsey, threaten me with a war crime. <laughs> it's just oh like... <laughs> okay. Enough about Halsey. And it was like right before she was on SNL, yeah. right? Oh, like yeah. That was the lead up to her SNL appearance. Did they do a skit about it? I don't know. We weren't there. I don't know, but okay. it was, it's probably funnier. It was probably funnier than anything else. Okay. Next call. But please don't be mean to me. I have a very busy day too, okay? So it really makes me upset. Please don't be mean to me. Okay, let's move on. Last call. Hey, why are we supposed to care about Oscar presenters? It feels like this year in particular, they're really trying to publicize who the presenters are and it's like who cares right i mean it's just going to be like famous actors and actresses of the films that are nominated i don't know why and it feels like they're getting a lot of heat on twitter about like who's presenting i also know that it's sometimes like a secret to know like you're not supposed to actually know who's presenting and if someone like divulges that information it's like bad Anyways, maybe you can enlighten why anyone cares about the presenter. I mean, why does anyone care about the Oscars anyways, but specifically presenters? All right, thanks. Bye. The answer to this is actually very easy, but I am happy to talk about it because the list is fun. The list is sort of fun. I don't know. Um, the reason every, the reason people care about it more this year than they have in years past is very, very simple. There's no host. Yet again, there's no host, and they have to drum up buzz in some way. So it's like... Oh, Kelly Marie Tran's going to be there. Saw some viral tweets about that. What was the tweet? It was like, she's probably going to say more as a host than she did in the last Star Wars movie. Kristen Wiig's going to be there. She's hot. Julie Wee Dreyfus, always hot. Uh, Gal Gadot, new face of Smartwater. Timothee Chalamet, Zazie Beetz. 
Mahershala Ali, like, we have to know who's presenting if we're going to tune in because we don't have a right, host. Right, right. That's it. We want to know who the stars are going to be who are and there we, because and, other than the nominees, yeah. it has to be exciting. And right, as a general rule, a lot of the previous winners of the acting awards present the next time. So we know to expect those people. But it's like, who's going to present Best Picture? That's always sort of a fun thing to speculate about. It probably won't be any of these people, but I don't know. That's why we're talking about it. It's fun to have past winners. It's fun to have like weird combinations, Mm -hmm. although the Oscars does less of that than other award shows. And the other thing is fun to have is like when they randomly try to shoehorn in the star of a TV show on their network that nobody <laughs> that has no reason to be at the Oscars, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like coming to like NBC. Like, what is it on ABC coming to ABC? Like, let's actually, so, you know, this is, this will be a fun thing to speculate on. Let's look at the photo fo- yeah. at the, at the shows that are on ABC right now, the yeah. newish ones and see, um, cut this out. I'm sorry. Current, current programming. Okay. Okay. So we got, we got stump town is new. I feel like they 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 oh, veer towards Colby? the newer shows. Kobe Smulders Colby is presenting be best picture. Okay, we got no, she's not. We got mixed-ish, which means we're probably going to get some Tracy Ellis Ross, perhaps. Oh, definitely, because she dre- she has amazing new style. Show. She'll be there. She'll be there. What She'll are the new shows? There. Oh, kids say the darndest things. Perhaps a Tiffany Haddish. A hundred percent will be there. Mm-hmm, she's in movies. Mm-hmm, She'll be mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mostly that's mostly it for the new shows that I think are sort of right. And then you have like the you know the classic. You have Grey's Anatomy, Modern Family's ending soon. I'm there's sure the one show, of them will be there. There's the show Goldbergs. for Life that's coming up, and it's um, it's like a drama. Who is it? Maybe the cast that we've never heard of: Nicholas Pinnock, Indira Varma, Joy Bryant, Dorian Missick. Maybe these new oh, people Bryant. are going to come up. You know who? Will probably be Ooh, there. Tell me, the good doctor himself. That's right. Frankie. What's his name? Frankie Highmore. Frankie Muniz. Freddie Highmore. Frank- Freddie Highmore. Freddie Highmore. Freddie Highmore, the good doctor. He'll you be, know who there. Might be there. He'll be there. You know who might be there. Did you know who wants to be a millionaire is coming back? No. Yes, I and did. And Jimmy Who's Jimmy Kimmel again? Jimmy Kimmel is going to host it. Maybe Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, he'll definitely be there. He'll definitely be there. They need anyway. like comedians because they do need the buffer to start well, it with funny things. Like they, I yeah. watched yes last year's opening yesterday, the the one where yeah. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and Maya Rudolph you did? introed it. Because I was like, oh yeah, that was sort of yeah. funny, and everyone was like, why don't they host it? And again, how often do we have to remind you? The host doesn't really do much. The host is there at the beginning for the monologue and then sort of steps away. So as right. long it's as true. the opening people are funny, it's which true. they were last year, that'll be fine. You know, and it's like they don't have to be the host no. to open the show. They can just do a thing. And actually, this the, was it's really very funny. awkward when the host comes back and does a bit that responds to the part before, but also that is pre-written mm-hmm. for the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not hostless is not the worst thing we've done. It is kind of a bummer to lose that part of it, if only just because of the history of hosting the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But I sort of I like guess... I sort of like the surprise of this. I, and and I mean you're t- you're talking to two yeah. people who are going to watch the Oscars no matter what like an Android like Ashley O or Sim One Sim One could host the Oscars and we'd tune in. You they know? could be like Halsey is hosting and winning every Oscar and I'm like oh, well I guess I'm I'd tuning like, in. This I year. hate that I have to watch this and it's like you know like <laughs> uh, what a burden I have to watch the Oscars and it's Chains Halsey might chain self to couch and it's like oh God. yeah Halsey and uh, and Sim One and that Honda robot that Amoeba robot you know the Honda robot is like that's it and yeah. it's like uh, this is so annoying that. I have to watch the Oscars and I'm up until 3 a.m. You know, like we're going to watch it no matter what. I know. It's like a disease to watch the Oscars. What was that? What was that Honda robot called? 
me sitting alone watching the Grammys just by myself with no one there and the lights out. Everyone in had gone Florida, which is like the most depressing thing. I was like, I was like, why is this in Florida? <laughs> why is this my fate? A Simo. Yeah, it was dep- it was it was terrible. A Simo. I l- who is also you know who would huh? also be there? Who's that um that lady robot with just the head who's like very lifelike? Who everyone was obsessed with? Her name was like Annie or Annie oh Sophia. Or- so Sophia. F- is that her yeah. name? Sophia. Yeah, she'd be there too. <laughs> and she sort of looks like um like an elegant middle-aged actress who like gay Twitter would stand. Yeah, that's Sophia. Yeah. Yeah, she's always she's like, "Hello and welcome to the <laughs> No, look at her. Oscar. Doesn't she look like that's not what she looks like? Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying It would be like, "We stand her. Yeah. Give her more roles." Like that's Sophia. <laughs> she looks great, honestly. I mean, she could use a wig, but she looks great. <laughs> For her age, which is ageless, because she's a robot. No, her wig has been snatched. Like that's that's what's going on. <laughs> pre-snatched a pre-snatched wig. Okay, so the point is, is that that's me. The whenever to your we question. reach singularity, wig snatched. <laughs> okay. Forever. Can sweetie. we? Okay. Can we end this episode? That'd be really fun to end the episode. I'm desperate to end it. I'm desperate to end it. Okay. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There. Thank you for all of your calls. Listening to the calls is just a true joy for all of us. Um, We got some really fun ones this week. Just know, please know that we listen to them and we send them to each other whenever we, because we split them up. Please know. Please know. They're so much fun for us. Just know that they're fun for us personally. And that's why we love when you call, especially when you say, oh, we got some good, we got some great, don't play it on the episode calls this week. (gasps) You know who you are. You know who you are. Mm -hmm. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. Let's just say one call came at 3.45 a.m. on a Thursday morning. And I was like, ooh, here we go. Okay. Spicy. Call 619 who them to leave us those types of calls and also questions, comments, and concerns you would like played on the show. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love them so much. And we will see you on Tuesday. Um, what's happening this weekend? Rabbit, rabbit, I guess. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl. <laughs> oh Gaga Gaga might be releasing Gaga her song oh, wait can love. I play this this um, this call really quickly is Gaga's leaked song uh, who is obviously a gay band but just want to know bye Gaga's leaked song is Gaga's leaked single is a gay Gaga's them Gaga's leaked single is a gay them it's a who but I really hope she plays it on Saturday not that I've heard it I have not heard it how could I possibly hear this yeah, leaked song I don't even song? know what you're, know talking, what you're about. talking about I've but never I would heard love it to hear it, it for was the first leaked time. and I would never listen I would love to hear yeah, it for the first time I can't wait time. to hear it bye everyone bye you will say that I am not on Twitter, and I just found out that Timmy Thick is back. This, I, fucking long time, long time. Where were you guys on Timmy Thick? You're out here talking about fucking Meghan Markle every single day, and yet Timmy Thick has been posting for over a month, and you guys didn't have a word to say about it? What, what do you even, what is this? Play the call, guys. <laughs>